Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pod Swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. I am your host, Mullet. And it's been a little while, so let's recap the world of professional wrestling and the news of it. It's not like I'm fucking Dan Rather all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> I have only two members of the Swaggle Squad joining me at the moment. Another two should be joining us very, very soon. The two joining me are both in Chicago. We will start with Spencer. Oh, man, I'm feeling real G1. <laughs> I mean, A1. <laughs> Sorry, did I say G1? Maybe we should talk about the G1. Uh, we're going to to start. I'm 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 fine with us talking. Oh, G1. get out get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get, that's, that's, I, I don't want Augie to fall asleep once he gets here because he's yeah, not yeah. going to know what's going on. Uh, and of course, <laughs> as usual, a pulse check. Uh, Spencer, what shirt are you wearing while we're recording right now? Dude, I'm, of course I'm wearing my Sakura Genesis shirt. And right. I will confirm. Don't even okay. trip. You have. I think you only have a couple. You have a couple more podcasts left. A couple more weeks. I think I said till SummerSlam. So yeah, you're almost there. Yeah. You're almost there. Uh, and joining him in Chicago is Rich. Uh, one, I think Augie would really like New Japan. He would. Uh, um, and two, boy, we are in the thick of Pod Slam season, baby. Um, we are. I'm on my regular four hours of sleep a night. Uh, uh, and yeah. Uh, submissions are open right now, so if you have a podcast that you'd like to perform live at PodSlam, help us reach our goal of raising money for uh, Connor's Cure, uh, head on over to arcadeaudio.net slash PodSlam and hit the submission button and fill out the form. If you listen to other shows that you would like to see perform live in Chicago at the I.O. Theater, uh, I was gonna give, say- give them a heads up. We haven't like full blown officially like announced it, announced it on the podcast. Like, let's talk about where PodSlam is this year. Yeah, dog. Uh, so September twenty third at the IO Theater, uh, which is a gorgeous facility. It's fucking massive. Um, and uh, just check out their website, and you'll see all the headshots of their alumni. Uh, and it's like every name a person in comedy. They're probably from IO. Yes. Are we not? Are we not in the Chris Farley Theater? We're in the Chris Farley Cabaret. <laughs> Chris Farley uh, Cabaret. Where, yes. Yes. Which is where our show is going to be uh, taking place at, uh, from one p.m. to one a.m. Um, yeah, we're going to be. And there's there's a full bar. There's a full <laughs> oh, bar. And actually, yeah. when I say a full bar, I actually meant to say three full bars. Yes. <laughs> so. Don't even, don't even sweat it. Can we it. make yeah. sure that our beer sponsor from last year is the only beer provided at that bar? Because, man, am I hankering for what the fuck was the name of that beer? Let's not even go there. <laughs> it, was a lime, it was a lime rattler, though. It which... was a lime rattler. I'll say that much. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, uh, there are three full bars, uh, a full menu that they're constantly adding stuff to. I, Their oh, menu is so good. Oh, oh, they have cookie dough egg rolls. Oh, God. And what? I wanted to fuck it or eat it, but I couldn't do both. <laughs> So you got two orders. So I got two orders. I'm not going to be able to swear because all my swear jar money is going to go to cookie dough egg rolls. 
Yeah. Come for the cookie dough egg rolls. Stay because we're raising money to fight pediatric cancer. <laughs> Can you put that on the posters? <laughs> all, all the advertisements? I think that's a way to talk. I, I think there's a way to get people to come to the shows. Oh, was that the year Podslam was headlined by cookie dough egg rolls? <laughs> yes. Didn't they raise fifteen thousand dollars? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they have an awesome patio slash beer garden as well. Yeah. Um, it's going to be like one of the last weeks that the weather is going to be fucking beautiful in Chicago. So, uh, get to it. It's going to be great. Um, and like I said, submissions are open now. Uh, they'll be open until July 31st. Um, and yeah, we'll, uh, look forward to starting to announce, um, some of the shows that we are going to be performing. I am beyond excited. I, it's Every year it just gets bigger and better, and this year, Rich, is a testament to you and your hard work. Where we're doing it up big, it's going to be huge. I'm going to be bald by the end of the day. It's going to be awesome. Wait, what's that? It's the third year, and it's bigger, better, better. and better. You're damn right. In front, in front of ninety three thousand people, Rich, I'm going to body slam you, and we're going to cause, we're going to solve cancer. That's what Hulk Hogan thinks happened at WrestleMania three. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not speaking in hyperbole. I'm just quoting him. Uh, allow me to add Tope onto the call because Tope is now here. Uh, man, I want to fuck with him right now, but I won't. <laughs> I'll wait until afterwards. Hello. Speak- speaking of fucking with him, in New York is Tope. <laughs> Whoa, god damn it. I didn't even realize this was happening. Um, <laughs> just want to uh, apologize to someone because last time we all recorded... Um, we had our uh, draft, our theme song draft, and uh, I had a glaring mission, so I just want to apologize. I mean it this time to David Otunga. You should have been on the list, man. It just hurts my soul he was on the list. The song's good. It's okay. It's a good song. Uh, <laughs> there, well, there were a lot of omissions. So There will. And I haven't, uh, Rich and I recorded about a half hour after that draft. Uh, and we going, still miss shit. And we still miss shit. I, I waited until the 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 poll was closed in order for us to reveal those. Uh, I honestly don't remember when we said we were closing the poll. Was it like this Friday? I don't. I honestly don't remember either. Okay, but so we can close it whenever. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna extend it in case it wasn't closed. Uh, to uh, the next time we were gonna be recording is August second. So on the August second podcast, we'll reveal who won the draft. So your last chance. To, uh, to vote in the poll. If you haven't gone to ArcadeAudio.net um, and voted in the theme song poll, will be August 1st. So next, in two weeks, we'll reveal the winner of the theme song uh, the theme song draft. Uh, Topi, I've missed much. We've just been talking about how awesome Potsam is going to be. Uh, so we are getting kicked off right now with the news of the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I, have, I have a laundry list of things to discuss, but we were already preparing to uh, talk about it at the, at the jump. Um... Also, real quick, just to go back, the uh, that web address, if you want to vote, is yes. arcadeaudio.net slash wrestling theme draft. Perfect. And we'll tweet it back out uh, uh, over the next couple weeks as the deadline draws close. Uh, I was going to not throw Spencer a bone. I, I just wanted to talk about it. I think we should talk about some New Japan Pro Wrestling today to get us kicked off. Yeah, it's so cute how you guys like to act like you don't care about the best wrestling organization <laughs> in the world. <laughs> It's a running gag. Look, it took us so long to even acknowledge it on the podcast, and now yeah. it's no. I, it's I'm definitely like uh, spoiled. That was it. Was basically like yeah. I'm standing on the backs of giants. Yeah. When when you know like you you guys did all the heavy lifting for the last 25 plus okay. years, and then I just jumped in like, hey, what's up, New Japan? Sure. Like, <laughs> fucking bastard. asshole. Yeah. 
oh, I could just go to Hot Topic and get all their shirts. Right. Yeah. Great. I, uh, also, I would... not not to be outdone. Uh, best best promotion in the in the world. Uh, uh, quick on their heels is AAA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that too. Uh, I didn't have them written down, but I think at this point, if you don't know that Vampiro is an asshole, you're doing things wrong. That's all we need to discuss. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up that I went to my my mall here in Orlando, not thinking that I'm in Orlando, which is like a hotbed for wrestling, mm. and thinking I could just waltz into a fucking hot topic <laughs> and get any fucking Bullet Club shirt I wanted. And I, I, I walk up to the big fucking wall and I don't see them even see them up on the wall. And I'm like, well, I know they got them. Like they were part of like the, the list. The guy standing next to me is holding the Young Bucks one. I'm like, oh, cool. You know where there's on? He goes, this is literally the last one of everything they have in the store. I'm like, what wow. the Jesus? That's went, awesome, though. I went up That's to the crazy awesome. counter. I went up to the girl and I go, oh, hi, I was just curious. Uh, just if you guys in the back have any more. We don't have any more Bullet Cup shirts. <laughs> she knew what I was going to fucking ask. Wow. You look like a mark. I could have asked. <laughs> Were you wearing a wrestling shirt? No, I was wearing a fucking Pulp Fiction shirt. <laughs> like, I was not fucking like wearing anything out That's wild. obvious in the open. And I was well, like, and, Jesus. And I know you prefaced that by saying you're in Orlando, which is a hotbed, but that has actually been the case like at a ton of hot topics. That's what I've heard, which is so yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love to hear that. I would love for the Bullet Club to reinvigorate malls across America. Dude, I would love that so much, man. <laughs> You just saw the story of how the deal happened, right? Like that the, the guy, the the owner of Hot Topic was at WrestleMania weekend because they have a contract and a deal with WWE to carry their shirts, and he yeah. was at WrestleCon and kept seeing all the Bullet Club shirts. So the wow. weekend's over, he calls WWE and says, "Hey, I kept seeing this shirt everywhere. Oh, why, why is this, why don't we have this shirt?" And they go, "Uh, that's not, not us. us." He's like, "All right, who is it?" And I think they begrudgingly told him, or they had to go find it themselves. They contacted New Japan, and then the Young Bucks basically oh, like helped man. broker the deal for everything. And and, like, and Ryan Barkin at uh, One Hour Tees. Yeah, yeah, pro, or, yeah for real. Pro Wrestling Tees and yeah. One Hour Tees. Yeah, because they so, own like, the the, uh, uh, the store. At least the U.S. The distribution rights. Okay. Yeah, okay. For, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. So they all like brokered a deal together. They were going to do a limited yeah. run. The buzz was strong, so they expanded the run. And they just added like other shirts in smaller distribution, and then those did so well. By Jay and, and uh, Hangman yeah. Page shirts, yeah, and like yeah. the regular. Oh, just that like, New Japan line. Line. Yeah. Now there's gonna yeah. be like thirty fucking New Japan shirts at Hot Topic because they're doing it's so. so well. And it's like, so there's that. There's the U.S. special. There's the, you know like the buzz for G1, the, the continual buzz around anything Okada Omega thing. They they, they they in I. I'll say a year and a half, two years have become the most legitimate threat to competition that there's been this entire monopoly. Uh, so great job, Jeff Jarrett. Swell job. <laughs> well, they might be signing Rey Mysterio. Cool. Yeah. But by the time he joins the company, I'm sure he'll beat up his girlfriend too. Well, no, because it turned out that maybe Alberto didn't beat up Paige. Maybe she beat him up. That's good I, news for everybody. I, I've never been so upset I wasn't at the Orlando International Airport. <laughs> I would have loved to have been at, the, inevitably, I know that was exactly right outside of the Ruby Tuesdays. I recognize the pictures. <laughs> oh, Tope knows what I'm talking about. I do, and that's sad. And I've been on that tram. We've all been on that tram. <laughs> yeah. Tons of times. Cool. We've covered that. I'm crossing that off my fucking list. Back to the exciting thing in wrestling and right. not the Sid and Nancy of professional wrestling. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, I said that shit like I've never. That's so good. A year ago. That's, oh yeah. Sad. It's fucking ridiculous. I, every day I, I wake up and I expect to see this story, and I'm like, well, that, that uh, happened finally. It's terrible. Uh, but yeah, New Japan is fucking killing it. Topi, are you keeping up with it at all? Haven't watched a second of it. So I can't wait. I can't wait until you take like three New Japan wrestlers in the draft next month, and you piss the fuck off of me, Spencer and Rich. Oh man, yeah. Not gonna lie, that was part of the plan. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Let's see. I'll take Tanahashi. <laughs> this uh, time bomb guy. I don't know. And Daryl. <laughs> oh man, fuck! All right, fine. I'll take Daryl off my non-wrestler list already. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Calling shit out early. Uh, uh, no, yeah, you you are in a golden age right now because if everything stays the way that it does, we have something exciting. Uh, it was already also, rumored, it was already rumored a, a while ago. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying the last thing. About. Yeah, the last thing I was going to say was that like I remember reading a story from the Observer like a while back that their show on Access is already after like Raw and SmackDown like the most watched wrestling program on like television like no matter whatever whatever impact did whatever fucking lucha did like the numbers like cumulatively for access are better than all those and it's like is is access a a tv uh, a channel that yeah people have it is Uh, i I don't i don't have it in my like i have el ray but i don't have access like just whatever like my my packages but yeah you can get it every time i see i guess what is what is fucking impact on like like popper or something or i I don't don't know i think think it's on the tv guy channel So so uh, yeah so they're all basically on level playing uh, level playing field as far yeah, as like yeah. access goes that's yeah. awesome Rich you were gonna say something yeah I was gonna say that also uh, New Japan I guess for a second was thinking about doing a show WrestleMania weekend and then opted out of it which uh, is also an incredibly smart move granted um, it's a crazy smart move but I was very sad to see it at first sure sure but also TNA has not been running WrestleMania weekend shows. I'm sure for the same reason that they want to be looked at as like equals or whatever. Right. And they can't um, fucking afford the building. That too. <laughs> but, also, but, but also. Say uh, there's but, been two WrestleManias in Orlando and they can't afford the building. Exactly. <laughs> Universal's like, nah, man, we got to film some fuller houses in that sound soundstage. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, they're, ma- they're, they're, making every correct decision and all the right moves and yes and uh yeah it's 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 crazy because it is that that sort of thing where like if you're if you are going to compete with wwe in america you can't make any mistakes it seems like you can't make a single mistake and their product is different enough from wwe where they can just keep doing their own thing you don't have to do they don't have to compete with wwe and they're like like, none of the stuff that they do new japan even needs to worry about yeah you know exactly I think I said it I don't, maybe like a six months or a year ago that like before they this U.S. expansion ever kind of happened and before like Omega and Okada were like hitting everything was like they I felt like were the best chance at creating a next boom or like I mean that's far out in the, the reaches. But the way social media and the way pop culture is now, it's going to be hard for WWE and like traditional wrestling to be the cause for it just because. You know, ratings aren't great right now, but, you know, it, it's still probably better. They're not as good as they've ever been, but still, like, their their presence is larger than what it was, like, in the mid-90s when fucking 
you know, wrestling was shitty with the steroid trial and stuff. It's going to take something either international or something that kind of follows the trends of actual sports to get that. And New Japan and Strong Style is the closest thing that there is. Um, so I'm... And WWE can't even get that right. They bring in the fucking king of Strong Style <laughs> and turn him into an artist. Yep. And have him feud with Dolph Ziggler. Well, I mean, although to make up to make up for that though, they did get the leader of the Bullet Club, you know, Prince Devitt, and he's in a great feud with um, the Drifter. So that's good. They're taking a lot of like really good ideas from New Japan. (laughs) Man, I didn't literally almost killed Finn fucking Balor with a. (laughs) (laughs) That's how highly he values. (laughs) If you if you had told me a year ago that uh, in the Honky Tonk Man and Jake Roberts situation that Elias Sampson would be Honky Tonk Man and Finn Balor would be Jake Roberts, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but One those... goddamn guitar nearly killed Finn Balor. <laughs> it's going to draw more dimes than Jeff Jarrett, though, uh, Tope. <laughs> no, I was going to say, to be fair, the last guy who hurt Finn is the WWE champion, so it's like, <laughs> maybe it's just a theme. I will also say that uh, I- I'll never understand Vince McMahon for having so many great NXT products come through and him just squander them. And somehow like Elias Sampson has been treated with such TLC and is legitimately like he's on television. Like this is working. This look look t- how Jack he is, baby. Well, that, and also it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Vince specifically to realize that Samson wasn't really over in NXT. So, Oh, he's gonna make it his special project oh, wow. to get him over. I'm gonna on the show. Line. I'm gonna show Paul I can do one better. Also, he saw yeah, Samson exactly. walking backstage and was like, "Damn, Sando, you got cut. I'll put you back on TV." <laughs> Just like the time uh, uh, Jimmy Wang Yang has told the story that, uh, like, for some situation, McMahon was like, "Put Jimmy Yang in there," and they're like, "We got rid of Jimmy Yang like a year ago." He goes, "What? Rehire Jimmy Yang?" And they rehired Jimmy Yang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That that's that's when they were doing the uh, spot with the Spirit Squad where they did like the lift up to yes. Shawn Michaels. Yes. So I I want to I would love to get to a point of wealth and power <laughs> to have fired someone, forgotten, <laughs> yep. and on a dime get them rehired. Yeah. Uh, the last thing before we get back on track, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Yang is younger than Augie. Uh, <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm pretty sure he's on WWE television when he's like 17 years old. Uh, so I'll go around roundtable real quick because Spencer and I were already talking about it uh, on Facebook the other day. Because uh, I, I know I I did my G1 picks painstakingly. It was like a goddamn logic puzzle at work. Like <laughs> it putting really all was. Yeah. Fucking together. It was a lot of fun. Uh, what is everyone's G1 picks? Uh, Tope, we'll start with you. I'm really liking that Okada guy. I feel like he's got a chance to do it. Um, uh, come on, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the reigning maker. <laughs> uh, give me Camacho. See, is he, is he in it? No, his brother is, and his brother don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yo, give me him then. Is it Tamatonga? Yeah. Tamatonga. Yeah, he, he had a good showing at the, the press conference, but he went a little too long. A little bit, yeah. Uh, Spencer? I uh I, I was doing my picks and then like a third of the way through I was like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing 
like I just don't know enough about some of the old timers. Um, so I ended up just sort of like just going gut on it and also being okay being wrong. And stupidly, I have, uh, and I know it's stupid, and I did it on purpose, but I have Ibushi, both Ibushi and uh, Omega going completely undefeated to, <laughs> to face each other in the finals, <laughs> which is stupid. Like, uh, that's what I have, though. Wonderful. Uh, and who do you have winning that? Uh, I believe I have Omega. Omega. Because that plays into, like, yeah. But then it's like, well, if you really thought about it, it's like, Omega doesn't need to win the briefcase to face Okada. Like they'll they'll make that happen anyway. And it's probably like by the time Wrestle Kingdom rolls around, like it'll probably be Abushi versus Omega just naturally somehow. They don't need to have this like big meeting at the G1 climax to to have that happen, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna add Augie right now. Augie, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, welcome to the show, Augie. Who do you have in the G1 climax? That sounds like a porn title. Who you got? Name's <laughs> uh, I have uh, uh, Alexis Texas. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, uh, welcome to the show, Augie. We're, talk- we're, talking uh, about- we're talking about New Japan. Go get a snack, but don't eat it too loudly. Rich. Uh, so I made my picks based off of several principles. Uh, one, you know I'm taking Yuji Nagata in way too many matches to win. <laughs> Me too, dude. It's his last one. It's his last one, of course. Uh, two, fuck Hiroki Goto. <laughs> fuck him to death. The guy sucks. Uh, and three, I ended up with the same finals as oh, really? Spencer. Yeah, with mm. Ibushi and, um, and Omega. Omega. <clears throat> and the fantasy booking that I had going through my mind uh, getting Omega to the finals was nothing short of you want to make you want to make Shinsuke the artist. Fuck that. Make make me the artist. <laughs> uh, basically, I had it boiling down to um, uh, Okada had uh, a one law. Lo- yeah, they each had. Okada had two losses going into the final match with Omega. Omega had one loss. Um, and, like, depending on the way, like, the points worked out or whatever like that. Um, Okada needed to beat Omega to prevent Omega from moving on. But Omega uh, would have been fine with a tie. If, like, a tie still moves him on. Right. And so you have some, like, parallelisms of, uh, of like, it basically ends in a tie. Uh, but this time a Omega draw wins. and like gets a double counter or something like that. Omega still moves on. Omega, as opposed to Okada having the champion's advantage in their second match, this time Omega, Omega essentially has, has essentially a champion's advantage, um, and then moves on to win the G1 climax, and then eventually that's how he gets his rematch. Mmm, yeah. um, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was. A little different, so I had um, I have Naito winning his block. Um, I think that's more realistic. I have yeah. Naito winning his block, and then I have um, I have Omega and Okada each being with a loss. I have Okada and Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki being the one who beat Omega, going to a draw, and then the last night is of course Okada and Omega. So they would basically, basically whoever wins that would win the block because I have Suzuki once again getting foiled by fucking Yanu, who's like his <laughs> Achilles heel apparently. 
<laughs> and just like, of course, that's what happened. Is like the only person he lost to would be fucking fucking Yanu. <laughs> Cost him the entire fucking block <laughs> by a point. Omega beats Okada, so the series is now at one, one, and one. And technically, whoever beats the champion during the G1 gets a title shot before Wrestle Kingdom anyway. So if he beats Okada, he gets a title match before it anyway, if he doesn't win uh, G1, which I don't think he will. I think Naito's going to win, because I think Omega versus Ibushi happens for the U.S. title at Wrestle Kingdom. I just confused the fuck out of Augie. <laughs> don't just say Augie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but that's what I love about it. Is it it's so, like... You can really analyze. I just love fucking round robin tournaments. Uh, I used to do them on fucking Fire Pro all the time. Which shout out to Fire Pro Wrestling World. Hurry up and be on PS4. And I'm excited for March of Madness to controversially be on Fire Pro this year. Cool. Um, cool. All right, let's let Augie and Tope be involved in the conversation now. Uh, <laughs> we had to wait for you guys. We got our stuff out of the way. Let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, we'll talk hockey. Let's talk hockey. I, I would never <laughs> talk hockey, Augie. Um, <laughs> Uh, we'll come back to some mini stuff a little bit later, uh, but there's been some new, there's been some some big story arcs on the main show on Raw and SmackDown. I know Tope specifically wanted us to wait until he was on the air to talk about one in particular. So Tope, I, I, I will open the floor to you about um, a little mystery that was solved on Monday. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just uh, anything that happened past the uh, the Finn Balor match. Um, it's going to be news to me. Oh, cool. So, oh, let's... <laughs> Including... Because so, I knocked out. So. All right, so Augie. Uh, Including Kurt Angle. Yeah, Augie. Uh, who's Kurt Angle's illegitimate son, then? Oh, so he has an illegitimate son. Um, <laughs> oh. They're not... Hornswoggle? I knew you were going to say it's that. I almost a very a, good guess. I almost made a joke to avoid you saying that, because I would, I would have said that I still have all my teeth. Um, oh, so no, wait. No. Uh, new, by the way, the new Hornswoggle, I've decided, I told Tope, uh, Spencer Rich, it's Corey Graves. He's like, like, how are we going to make this make sense in the storyline? Uh, Graves knows about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not Chad Gable, is it? So close. Very so close. close. Should have been. Think the other one. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> you just don't. Know, you just don't know his name. So. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, but yes. uh, yep. really, Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's illegitimate son. I mean, when they stand next to each other, they really do look the same. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I th- I was re-listening to a draft podcast uh, from a couple years ago, and I I was quoted on there as saying that Chad Gable looks like a devious Kurt Angle. Um, so I Gable really Chad does Gable. look like. Angle. I always thought Chad Gable remind me of uh, Bret Hart. I see it a little bit. Um, if young Kurt Angle, he looks like not okay. like my neck is about to burst out of my shoulders, Kurt Angle. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do see it as well. Uh, so Tope, you had you had thoughts? No, I I really just wanted to discuss that with everyone and see what everyone thought about that. No. So I thought Kurt Angle did a really good job of being genuinely emotional. He sold the emotion uh, of it well. He really did, yeah. But then. It was very anticlimactic because mm-hmm. it's like, ladies and gentlemen, how me welcome my son, Jason Jordan, tearful hugs. All right, we're done. What's next? Like, okay. 
Yeah, there, there's this a lot. Usual, guys. Like, ladies and gentlemen, Tamina versus Lana, like that kind of shit. Like, who <laughs> fucking cares? Well, because also it was built up as like, this is going to ruin my career. Like, my fans yeah. are going to disown me. And then, like, he comes out and it's like, well, it turns out everyone was really supportive. So here's this great thing that's happened in my life. Right. <laughs> and it's been building for, like, two months. And and I, look, I, I think I know where this, there's many different routes can this this can go, you know, it Stephanie McMahon will come back at some point and probably not be happy about it. Uh, Jason Jordan can can be making this whole thing up and be using it to better his career, uh, or you know they could go along with it and then he becomes a heel at some point. You know, and th- there's many different avenues to go. It's just always like they don't do these big ass angles anymore, like these big mysteries, which I'm always like Attitude Era kid. I always was a fan of. But now it's just so weird to see them because, like, everyone like everyone was smart back in the day, too. But everyone's, like, so smart now in terms of, like, internet savvy that, like, it's hard to buy into these stories. And it's hard to think, like, what is this really going to do for Jason Jordan? And what is this really going to do when we have fucking one tag team left in the entire wrestling business? Because all the yeah, tag seriously. teams are gone. Meanwhile, um, New Japan has 70 tag teams that are five men each. Um, oh, y'all want tag teams? Are Ambrose and, are Ambrose and Rollins, Ambrose back and Rollins gonna turn into a tag team? I, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do a little shield reunion because uh, they want to make a quick buck, and they just want to keep beating up Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Really, is about it. Um, so that that'll happen. I, but I, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about it. Uh, obviously, Chad Gable's the better everything in that tag team. So I, I'm I'm hopeful that he gets a good look yeah. on SmackDown, which he's been, you know, he had good matches with Kevin Owens, he had good matches with AJ, but he's on the show that Sami Zayn can't get a three-minute win over fucking Maria Kanellis' husband. Yeah. Who, looked like, well, well. who looked like fucking shit, by the way. If you didn't watch him shit the bed, he might go the route of Kazarni. I'm not even fucking kidding. It was that bad. It was fucking wow. bad. Um, the good news is they're having their rematch on Sunday. Oh, is that official? Yep. Oh, cool. He'll still win that. Um, <laughs> here's the long and short of this whole conversation. It wasn't Dixie Carter, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Though, if they go the EC3 route with this, I would be okay with that. In what way? And you have, like, uh, you kind of start with... EC3 on WWE television. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, <laughs> this, well, so this is... And now it's time for this edition of Podswoggles. Internet stupid! I'm going to fancy with it's a little better, right? So you got Jason Jordan, you got Kurt Angle. Every single week, it shows them pre, pre-taped segment on a roller coaster. Pre-taped at the fair. Pre-taped. <laughs> Can't think of anything you do else with your dad, but other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> One month later... Who's coming out in the ring? Music plays. Oh, my God. It's Chad Gable. He finds out that he was born the exact same day as Jason Jordan. Oh, my God. Who's the real kid? They have a match. Winner is Kurt Angle's real son. <laughs> <laughs> who's the real kid? <laughs> There's uh, a wrestler. They're about to come in. You know who comes in? EC3 gets the pin. Kurt Angle's the real dad. <laughs> During Fuck that match. Though, I want them both to come out to Kurt Angle's music, and then Kurt Angle comes yep. out to be a guest at, with Kurt Angle's music. Yep. <laughs> he, he has to count the pin for his son. 
Oh my god, I love this so much. I love it so much. It's only <laughs> thing, in his eyes. Only thing it's missing is instead of counting the falls, of course, if it's the custody of a child, we have to put it up on a in a briefcase on a ladder match, and we still have to have Vicky Guerrero miss her fucking cue. <laughs> it's the only requirement we have to have if we have a, a custody on the line. Um, bring bring Karen back out. Oh my god, let's put Karen Jarrett up on a pole for a, another time in her life. Am I right, Karen? Uh, Jesus, that was mean. <laughs> Brent, I'm, Brent I'm, of the show. I'm pretty sure Karen Angle was actually a, a, a stripper. That's how Kurt Angle matters. So I think that's okay. I'll research that. Uh, like in a journalistic way. Um, I go do some research. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm sorry. One thing. I just want to be known. I'm really happy for Kurt Angle and Kate, babe, that he, he could just, um, he could bone a black chick. That's good for him. Look, you that's, remember... You remember how much he was into Charmel? You you remember that terrible, terrible storyline from 2006, right? Yeah, when he said he wanted to have beastly or uh, beastly alley sex with her. Yep, Tope. Uh, t- oh man, Tope. Uh, okay, I have a I have a power left. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. Uh, I'm going to use this power. It might take me a little while, but Tope, by the end of this show, I'm going to find this Kurt Angle promo and you have to cut it. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll also search for it. Okay. Cool. Wait, the, wait, the bestiality sex promo? Yes. Kurt, you have to cut the Kurt Angle bestiality sex promo by the end of the podcast. <laughs> Damn you. Um, that said, I'm liking Raw significantly more than SmackDown. <laughs> all, all of this said, I've been saying it for weeks. Uh, am I alone in this thought still? No, they, they did it. They absolutely did it on purpose. Like SmackDown got too fun and cool and, and awesome. And they got rid of everything. They scalped the talent with the, the superstar shakeup. They got rid of fucking talking smack for God's sake. Like yeah. it's, it's Miz versus Ambrose week after week. It's Sami Zayn can't get over. It's, it's take everything away from Shinsuke, put him against fucking Dolph Ziggler. Like they're purposely sabotaging SmackDown. And I don't and, understand why they're doing and it. We, and we say it every week. Like, there are fun things on SmackDown. The Usos are killing it on SmackDown. Yeah, totally. Uh, fucking Breezango, while they're still together, because we're scared they're going to get broken up on Sunday, right. is are fucking killing it. Uh, yeah, you know, the fashion files are fantastic. Yeah, there, there's good stuff there. But I think also part of it, all this talk about, like, who was really in charge of SmackDown, like... So now it's like confirmed that fucking Road Dog runs SmackDown, which I think if you just said that sentence aloud, you'd kind of figure out what the problem is here. The Road Dog runs SmackDown. Um, but it is almost like a fundamental difference of what that show was with the head writer of NXT running it and now what it is today. Um, and also the fact that you have all these fucking important uh, or interesting wrestlers. And your fucking main event title scene is just log jammed with fucking gender fucking Mahal. Oh yeah, I I whacked that on my memory. I forgot about that. Didn't list it. Yeah, he's now been WWE champion longer than like fucking Mick Foley, Bray Wyatt, Batista, and Jeff Hardy. Cool. And his opponent is Randy Orton, who like is not fun to watch. No, and he hasn't been since two thousand and five. <laughs> God. Um, and John Cena. Uh, it's okay. Everything's gonna be fine because here's what's gonna happen. It's everything Dude. I said during Money in the Bank. John Cena is going to will every national tragedy together 
to beat Rusev in a flag match and then <laughs> champion the United States so hard and break Ric Flair's record as he as he manages to fuse the fucking twin towers back together. He literally referenced <laughs> he literally referenced nine eleven yesterday in his promo yeah. for no reason. And then he's gonna beat Jinder for the title and he's gonna break Flair's record at SummerSlam. Dude, man. Make some bullshit Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> Him showing up and cutting that like pro America blowjob fucking promo made me so mad, dude. I was just beside myself with how like shitty it makes us look on a worldwide fucking scale. Like, you know how many countries are in the world that ain't America? It's most of them. <laughs> so they're all watching us like suck our own dicks while Jinder Mahal is just sitting there literally saying week after week. Hey, y'all suck because you're racist. And then we go, no, we're not. USA. USA. Yeah, like, boo you for speaking a language that ain't English. Like, it's so yeah. fucking whack, dude. And don't worry, you're going to have to deal with it for another month because that's going to be the SummerSlam main event. Yeah, <laughs> well, not the God. main event, but it's going to be the WWE title match at SummerSlam. Yep. Like, the, main, I'm down... the main event will be good, though. The main event is the main event's got me so fucking hard. What's the main event? The main event's almost definitely going to be Brock, Joe, Roman, and Braun in just a fucking Vince McMahon Bukaki fest of, <laughs> of beef and awesomeness. Yeah, that, that is very good. They should get that match sponsored by the USDA. Oh, not the USDA. What's the fucking, the US, uh, the meat one. What's the meat one? Yeah, that's the USDA. Yeah, yeah. USDA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's sponsored by that. I thought it was the Dairy Association for some reason. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and that's the thing. So I have I have a, a confession. It's not even like a confession, really, but like it's close. So I love my boy Penta. You know, I don't see him that much because on Lucha and he's an independent wrestler. I think my favorite like WWE wrestler now is Braun fucking Strowman. Yeah, I honestly think it is because he's the only character number one that's been written worth a goddamn. And also, he's the only one that I see that consistently just gets fucking better. And, like, yes. actively tries to get better. And takes every he, chance to, like, just fucking own it. He's a dude where I've been cautious about. Just because I've seen it a billion times. Especially with guys yeah. in his make and model. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you just kind of wait for the other shoe to drop. Sure. Of just like you know him getting exposed in one way or another, and like I don't know, I feel like we've had a pretty good sample size. Yeah, where we're kind of in the clear. It is it is incredibly uh, parallel to the giant in WCW the first couple years. Like fucking Paul White in '95 and '96 was they were still letting him do fucking drop kicks and be fast and doing all this shit. And he did he couldn't work a fucking lick because <laughs> he never trained, but he just had this amazing lettuce and was like, Oh my God, this guy is going to be fucking amazing. And you know, he had a fine career. I, I'm just hopeful that like we actually get to see Braun. It's very similar trajectory. So I hope it stays the way it is. Cause also he's also actually intimidating. He's not Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar or any other giant that ends up opening his mouth and sending like a 12 year old girl. Right. Um, I know it's uh, Augie Tope. Already. He sounds intimidating. He, he can cut a promo good enough, you know, yep. like, yeah. he's got the yeah. best fucking catchphrase, uh, like mm -hmm. ever, like he could do Th anything and still not be finished with somebody. And I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, 
I'm kind of in that that same exact like boat as Rich, where it's like you I've, you've seen it. Um, I mean, a million times. I'm a casual fucking fan, and I see it all the fucking time with a big guy coming and killing everybody. It's like, all right, I'm tired of seeing this shit. But yeah, he, he is good, and he can fucking talk, and he flips over goddamn fucking ambulances. He's all right, in my book. Yeah, and walks out yeah. of them when out. they've been yeah. Uh, if it has anything to do with an ambulance, Braun Strowman can do it. Uh, uh, also, because they could be both, but which is it more? Is I'm not finished with you more of a catchphrase or a gimmick? I think it's... <laughs> oh, man. That's an interesting point you bring up, right? <sighs> yeah, because I love both. Well, for Goldberg, who's next? Was that a was that a catchphrase or a gimmick? That is kind of like the opposite, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, no, I'm not done with you forever. Yeah. It's going to be you for the end of time. <laughs> it's not who else is there. It's you. <laughs> here's here's the, the one image I continually have in my head that I'm trying to decide. When he came back after the elbow injury and he, like, busts out of that fucking ambulance, just, oh. and the crowd goes fucking nuts for it. I'm, like, envisioning that. And I'm like, okay, that's more so his gimmick. Because, like, he doesn't have to say it every single time, but it's his, like, M.O. and his body language and his <laughs> roar basically says that on its own. So that's what I'm going with for now. But the next time he says it, I'll probably change my mind. As he's, like, running through a fucking wall thinking it's the actual desert, like a Roadrunner cartoon. <laughs> Um, I can't wait till he just like murders somebody and then just goes, now I'm finished with you. (laughs) That's what I wanted. That's seriously, no one knew like the ambulance thing with Roman was coming. When Roman hilariously missed that spear and Braun like won, clean as fucking shit for the second time. I wanted him to close it, like hit the ambulance. The ambulance just turns away and he goes, now I'm finished. And I would have fucking signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. (laughs) That is, that is my guy. But instead, we had vehicular manslaughter attempted. Tope, what did um what did the NWO try to do to The Rock when they came in the WWF? Uh, I'm kind of blinking. Oh, they had a segment where they tried to kill The Rock with an 18 wheeler. Wanted to make sure. Just I always the first person like as soon as it happened, immediately I messaged Tope. What did the NWO try to do? Because it's just it's so fucking pulpy absurdness. Uh, we're on the subject of Giants, and I don't think we've recorded since. I wanted to check with Tope, uh, with Augie and see how he's doing at the loss of his favorite tag team. Oh, oh it's not the same, man. Nah, it's it's like- so not the same. And it's, I, I still love Enzo, but I kind of like Enzo's Instagram now more than I like watching him on WWE. It's just <laughs> the promo he cut the other night, and granted... Again, I watched, like, the highlight reel, so I, I don't get the whole promo. I get, like, the, the clips of it, but it still sounded really desperate to me. Just kind of, like, just he, sad. He knows his career is over. Like, he's not been treated like a legitimate threat at all. He's always going to be able no. to talk his way into, like, some kind of importance or relevance, but apparently he's got heat. Cass has heat because he's a Trump fan. I don't know. The whole thing's been super fucking confusing. Uh, I also want to point out that I'm such a dickhead that I specifically made sure to stop and check with Augie on how he's doing about his tag team uh, now splitting up. And I've raked Rich over the coals for three straight weeks about his. Uh, so I want to <laughs> apologize. Uh, You're a that. true monster, you know that? <laughs> I'm, the, I'm a monster among I, men. 
And I'm not even half attached. No, he's not at all. He just I just think he's got a funny Instagram. That's all it is. I I I swear to God, I was walking from the office to the train today, and about fifty yards ahead of me, I saw a guy in a DIY shirt because I recognized the back. And for a split second, I thought about running up to him and going, "Hey, man, nice shirt. Fuck Champa." <laughs> So someone uh, someone made a delivery to my office not too long ago, uh, wearing a DIY shirt, Jeez. and I I apologized to him. I said, "Dog, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yeah, what can you do?" Yeah, um, but yeah, it was a good run for uh, for Enzo Morin, Big Cass, uh, Big Cass. I mean, is... they're both they're both just done now, right? I mean, obviously yeah. not just done, but like Cass, who cares? Enzo, you yeah. cut some good promos a few weeks in a row, but like now what, dude? That's he, That's he, the thing. It's like Cass's music even fucking sucks. It's that so is bad. bad. Also, there is no good light or angle to photograph him from. <laughs> he is just <laughs> not meant to be in front of a camera. Dude, he better like, watch out. Ellsworth might legitimately take his girl. <laughs> uh, and then, like, it sucks because they're basically already doing this. But if they were to put dudes around Enzo the same way that that Titus O'Neil has Titus Worldwide, mm. like that'd be an interesting position for him to not have to wrestle, but he could just be their fucking mouthpiece. Is Titus Worldwide yeah. on Raw? Yes, and and Enzo. That's perfect for Enzo. Yeah, yeah. he could do both. Yeah. What's what? That's what everyone oh, was kind of hoping idea. for. Was like put Enzo on Two Hundred Five Live. The show doesn't have any real heat to it. He's a baby oh. face the audience cares about. He's going to drag the work rate down, but you don't let them do fucking half the shit they can do anyway. So yeah. at least let him be a character that people will invest into and get some other fucking guys over. Um, the yeah, they got no one that talks. No. The problem with it now is that, like, we always said on the show, like, when he was in NXT doing his stupid nonsense, even when he was still a heel, his ceiling was that he was the new Santino. And... Like, when they came up, it was like, maybe not. And I think it got us all really excited. And we're like, oh, man, like, this could actually be something special. And now it's resigned to the fact that that's what it's going to be. And again, not the keep knocking rich and that Santino had a shitty career. Santino had, you know, is a multi-time champion. But a stellar career. He had a, he did a future Hall of Fame career, if I might do say so myself. Yes, you do. You do yes. say so. Uh, you don't feel that way? <laughs> That's what you're saying? No, I'm just saying we can all separately say so ourselves. I say so myself. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> uh, but it, but now it feels different in that it, it seems like a lost opportunity where Santino came from like, oh my God, he kind of rose like a phoenix out of a bad situation. So the, it's opposite trajectories. Yeah. Um, but... Um, the best product in WWE right now is NXT once again, which feels good. Um, yes. It's I am very behind. I just, I'm, you're in for a treat then because it's not been bad like for I'm, weeks. I, I, I yeah, I'm just in the I'm in the the fucking pod slam trenches totally. right now, so I'm just behind on everything. Yeah, the show like, is I, back to what it is with actual storylines. So you mean you you didn't see your boys return promo? <sighs> oh no, man, yeah. what kind of fan are you? <laughs> the kind that I don't, I, I'm, I yeah, want it no, to Rich. be special. He I'm looked at the TV the right screen time. and he saw that he saw you weren't there. 
He did it right to the. He did it right to the camera. He, we all he looked. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was looking for you, Rich. He was looking for you, and he. You weren't there, man. He did have. Okay, Enzo's a there. Trump supporter too. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he had. He had the line of the year so far in that promo. By the way, of I never thought the guy I would take the bullet for would be the one to pull the trigger. I he said that and I was like, oh, that's so good. Why is it like in every movie? That's so, <laughs> that's so good. It's crazy how this one line is in every movie. It's so good. Uh, yeah, everything about it. And again, it's very basic, simple stories, but everybody's fucking killing it. Brooklyn's shaping up to be a good show based on based on um, uh, spoilers. And, and, oh, and new fresh blood. Even if it's performance center new blood, like fucking Lars Sullivan. Uh, the Street Profits are debuting soon. Velveteen Dream. I'm not reading my draft board, so everyone ignore me. Heavy Machinery. Uh, <laughs> and then, now you have Bobby Fish debuting. You have uh, somebody Kyle else O'Reilly. debuting in the next couple weeks. Yep, Kyle O'Reilly. Spoilers. Um, Sorry. Yeah, that's why I didn't The guy who doesn't it. watch NXT spoils it for the guy who does. I'm still on the... I'm still on <laughs> in the internet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I purposely the left it out, bitch. <laughs> Ours- <laughs> I know, whatever, like I knew it was coming, but like, sorry, Jesus Christ! Look, Bobby Fish shows up someplace. You can damn well assume <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, even if they didn't plan it, is gonna be there later. Not necessarily. The opposite's the case. Kyle O'Reilly shows up, and Bobby yeah. Fish is like, "Hey, can, can you let me in?" Like, if Bobby Fish is there, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly might be on the exact opposite part of the country. Uh, Bobby Fish is like forty-one years old. It's insane. Yeah. So, are you gonna go to Brooklyn? I'm considering it. I'm considering between uh, Brooklyn and uh, SummerSlam. Where's the thing? RJ's not with you, so they're both going to suck. That's true. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, yeah. So neat. I'm not going to go to either. I'll, I'll, I'll go to Raw. That might be actually the best case. If if you were single, I would uh, I would tell you to just have like a random Tinder matchup and just go and just like do like a like a live report. I, mean, I can still do that. No, you can't. Augie, <laughs> uh, WrestleMania weekend, wasn't there someone on Tinder that was trying to match for WrestleMania tickets? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, was it? I don't think it was for WrestleMania. I know there was one that I matched that was going to WrestleMania, but... I could have pre- sworn... No, it. no. Hey. We matched, we matched, and I happened, I... I did offer the WrestleMania because we were trying to sell them last minute, and uh, <laughs> she was in town, and she was had a, needed an extra one. Might, yeah, it was close to being. Yeah, I almost tender matched us selling a WrestleMania ticket. I remember that. <laughs> wow, no, nothing is better than a seven-hour date. <laughs> <laughs> seven-hour first date. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, I was so drunk that whole weekend, I literally don't remember that at all. <laughs> I, don't I don't remember, remember that. that at all. I do remember being on the table. I was like, I, guys, I could sell the ticket she to this Tinder table? My table? <laughs> no, well, the situation was on the table. Okay. The situation was on the table. I misheard you. I misheard you. I don't want to do that. I want to have fun with my friends, not being an awkward date. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania weekend, uh, I want to give uh, a little. Uh, we met somebody WrestleMania weekend, and I want to give an update, a sad update about this person in a weird fusion of segments. 
This is Mullet with his Shakara update in hopefully three sentences or less. I used to feel down, but I hit the ground running. Makes me feel alive. Augie, here's your Shakara update in three sentences or less. And now, it is time for the pot swoggle. Fuck you of the week! Hey Shakara, go fuck yourself. Mike Quackenbush is a petty asshole. Jervis Cottonbelly is no longer no longer allowed to be Jervis Cottonbelly. Yeah, I, I'm glad that we brought that up because I didn't want to talk about that. Yeah, uh, it's been rumored what? for a long time that Mike Quackenbush is a giant piece of shit who cheated on his wife and had to end Shakara for a year and caused me to lose fucking brain cells and black hair on my head by making me think that it was tied to the Back to the Future trilogy. Um... But that's just a personal thing. But he's also he's also always like stiffing people on money, fucking costing them like their payday if they're fucking like five minutes late, not letting right. them work under their fucking gimmicks anywhere else, and pigeonholing them into stupid fucking gimmicks for their entire careers. Uh, so it looks like Jervis Cottonbelly, who I hate to ruin kayfabe, especially when it comes to Chicago, but I don't care anymore, was apparently also Kevin Condren. This mm. entire time, who uh, is one of the co-founders of the Squared Circle subreddit, uh, oh. and was and was a really really good uh, heel promo for that company, uh, just didn't want to put up with the fucking bullshit anymore and left the company and worked as Jervis in other places and and is great and got himself over, and now they're like claiming a trademark on it and like he can't use it. This is, the, this is the same Jervis who won the uh, Russell Circus yeah, belt. Yes. Okay. An example of who we another promotion. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. we did beat him. <laughs> yeah, that, that sucked. And I didn't realize any of this about uh, Quack until this Jervis story came out. And then I learned all this. All, everything you just said, I learned. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. wow, okay, well, uh, fuck that. Yeah. And again, like I was re-listening to a draft the other day, uh, just the other day to prepare for this year's draft. And um, I was in that draft, like Rich and I were like, fucking yelling down our throats arguing about who's going to take Mr. Touchdown and that's just a perfect example of oh yeah that guy is like fucking nowhere and he's fucking really talented and looks great and he can't go anywhere probably because of fucking Shakar and Mike Quackenbush so uh Augie I'm sorry but this is your last Shakar in three sentences update yeah wow. I just like that cotton belly too that sucks yeah See, it's the wrestling business, no matter how fucking fun it is, at the end of the day, it's still going to be fun. I mean, he's Vince McMahon. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just like everybody uh, else. It's like Vince McMahon or Dixie Carter, just he doesn't have the money to be that way. So, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. is like I think it comes from a different place than Vince's does because yes. Quack does have, whether it's up his own ass or not, he does try to have an artistic vision definitely uh you know something sort of uh, more than what it is sure. or like you know what it could be um but like there's plenty of assholes that are artists and artists that are assholes you know yeah, definitely yeah oh, like, of course it's just a shame you see you see Chikara and it's so fun and kid friendly yeah and, and oh, it's yeah. like entertaining even if even for us you know her, her old, you know, old farts and then it's like oh no the guy that runs is still a carny like sure. at the end of the day, he's still a yeah. carnate. Like, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's also sad win. because, uh, 
Officer Magnum just got an Instagram. And yep. now it's like, I can't even enjoy it. Because <laughs> I know he's not going to let that dog work anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so we've covered that. Uh, we're on the indie scene. So again, Space Monkey owns his own gimmick, right? That he yes. came up with that. Space yeah. Monkey, I'm pretty sure came before Shakar. Didn't it wasn't like a Russell, uh, like their Russell Factory graduate. So I that's think all so. I care about at the end of the day. Yes. That also does sort of, exp- well, not sort of, like sheds more light on why there were the separate uh, merch tables at the Shakar show. Oh yeah, Space Monkey was off by himself. There were different Space Monkey shirts on the Shakar table than he was selling. True. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. We're on the subject of indies, so it's the summer, it's tournament season. Fucking Bola looks dope again. Uh, make sure it, uh, I'll give a pimp to Squared Circle. We worked with them before, and I just kind of did. Uh, top of their G1 pick em, they have a Bola pick em. Uh, I filled one out as well. You guys should all do that as well. It looks fucking dope. And also, your boy Chuck Taylor is finally PWG champion. Wasn't there a rumor that he was going to be retiring or something like that? He's just fucking with us. He finally got booked to ROH, too. That was like a huge milestone in his life. Yes. And yeah. he's losing all the time. But he's still, you know, he's still getting the team with Trent. Uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes is ROH champion. That's weird. Yep. Can we talk about his performance at the uh, the G1 American Special show for like a minute? I meant to bring it up. I'll, I'll let you kind of take it because I... I kind of have a different opinion, but I want to see what yours is first. Okay. Well, so my opinion is I, I hate his guts. <laughs> uh, and I was so happy. It's only an opinion. It's only an opinion. <laughs> so happy. I mean, I mean, you heard me raving just, you know, a few minutes ago about how I hated this whole like pro America, like jingoistic fucking bullshit. So Cody coming in as like the American dude to, you know, fight against this, this Japanese guy it didn't go over. The entire crowd was like, no, fuck you. Like, you suck. I don't care if you're with a bullet club. I don't care that you're Cody Rhodes. We're here for Okada, dog. And he's our dude. And I was just so happy to see that. I mean, and and that all being said, I, I hate his guts in a, in a kayfabe way. I thought he did a really good job of being a heel. He's and, a and very he's good the heel. Only, and he's one of the few that I'm aware of heels that I genuinely want to see lose uh, against Okada, at least. Uh, the other one I can think of is uh, Bobby Roode. I I can't stand him as a character. Yeah, a character. Yeah, which means which means Again, to me, Cody he's super fucking talented. He's doing his job. Cody Roode. He isn't oh, yeah. just like uh, you know a cool guy or, or whatever. My he's like my, the he's a way better heel than he is a face. Damn it, that's yeah. Augie summed but, it up. My my analysis was simply Cody Rhodes is the independent Miz now. That's what he. But is. even with the Miz, I love I I like the Miz. Like even his character. So it's like a, it's on another level. It's like an old school true heel. Yeah. That Cody Rhodes is and traditional heel heat. Yeah, which is amazing that in this age of like everyone's smart to the business like doesn't matter. I still hate this guy. Yeah. I, he, what I mean by him being the independent Miz is he is good at in the independence where it's hard to get legitimate heel heat, he is doing it like the Miz has done in WWE forever. And that he is a WWE style wrestler who, you know, is is going to have a certain level of match depending on who his opponent is every single time. Right, right. Um, the minute that he actually pulls the trigger and betrays Omega, 
it's gonna shoot him into the stratosphere for me as far as like all time most hated heel for for yeah. me personally. Yeah, and it's gonna happen. Trust me, it's gonna happen. Uh, then, Bullet Club Black and White and right. Bullet Club uh, Wolfpack. Bullet Club. I, oh, it's I gonna it was, happen. Trust I, me. That was was that at the same conversation that I I also fantasy booked the whole uh, two Bullet Clubs. I think it was. I don't know. I know we went off on a, a, yeah. a long run on talking about it. Trust me, they are dying to make those in multiple colors, so that that'll happen eventually. Um, and <laughs> yeah, we were like, who would be on which team? Like, yes. obviously, it'd be the elite would be a, on, on one side for sure. Yeah. But then after that, it's like, well, who's with Cody? Like, it could be almost any anybody. It'd be like Cody, Page, uh, maybe maybe uh, the Gorillas, and then the other side would be Marty, the Bucks, Omega, Fale would probably. You know, probably just going to start his own thing. Probably going to start the eating club. Um, <laughs> you know, is what it is. Uh, and now. <laughs> yep. Uh, fuck the revival. All right, move on. Uh, <laughs> it was fun saying it. Um, Tope, how you feeling about that May Young Classic dog? No spoilers. I know you had some hot takes, literally and figuratively. Oh, I'm just, I'm just happy that it's happening, and just watching the parade and just seeing how happy a lot of them were especially candace it, it uh warmed my heart until i heard lita talking and ruined everything <laughs> <laughs> the hey man don't let jr off the hook either <laughs> he was oh, shit. that's gonna be is he not good is it He's not, not great okay so this is that wasn't like a one-off occurrence no. when he no. called the g1 okay no. he always yeah. has to have like a waffle house menu up to his face with everyone's picture and names to know who anybody is anymore there was, is that uh, on him, or is it like, I mean, his fucking wife just died in a pretty tragic way, so like, not was, to say that he should be given a pass and like, well, God bless his heart, let him commentate anyway. It's like, well, maybe he shouldn't be commentating? Mike, quick, how, do we, how, does anyone know off the top of their, their head how old he is? Uh, not off the top of my he's head. He's in his probably early 60s. So, who's this? Let me look it up. Uh, 65. 65? So he's, there you go. Not exactly a spring chicken no. or whatever euphemism he would probably use in when NXT, 1997. When NXT first relaunched at Full Sail, he was the commentator for like main events and stuff, and he was already getting bad then. Okay. So it, it's been a trend where he's just slowly kind of declining. Um, and, I mean, don't bring him onto the projects where it's all these new fucking – if you have like a – like a USWA reunion show or some like bullshit where like he knows whoever was sure. there, then sure. But don't bring him in for the 32 women tournament. He's never seen any of these women before in his life. Um, That's a good Yeah. Uh, Tope, I'm glad you took the high road with all that. I thought you were going to say, it was really good to see the parade to see how many future people I have to apologize to. <laughs> I didn't know Marty Bell was in that and that literally broke me. <laughs> oh, how did you is, is it on somewhere? Would you? Yeah, there's the um, uh, what is it? The parade the or whatever. Parade of, the parade like, of participants. It's on their YouTube yeah. channel. They did the same thing oh. for the Cruiserweight Classic. So okay. you can see all yeah. 32 participants and all everything has been filmed up to the final. They all right. get uh, the first four get uh, released at the same time at the end of August, and then um, they're gonna have the finals live after a SmackDown where oh. the crowd doesn't know fucking anybody. Oh man! Yeah. So oh, there's. Why are they doing this shit, man? That sucks. That's bad. That's you just did a CWC. Yes. Do it again. Yeah. Run it back. Run it back. But also, something uh, I was that popped the fuck out of me. Serena Deeb is back, y'all. 
Yo. Serena Deeb is back. Uh, she looks a little different, but Serena Deeb is back. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, I, I want to like, just... look it up to see if that was a, another Serena Deeb. <laughs> Me too. I looked it up too. Uh, yeah, I was happy for it. I was glad they actually had like a Kendrick or Tajiri in that tournament because it didn't look like there was totally. going to be. Totally. And I'm glad it was her. It was originally going to be Taylor Wilde, apparently. Uh, right. She couldn't pass the physical because she had some injuries. Because no one in the TNA Naka division knew how to work in 2009. Um, I want to point out that uh, uh, as Tope and I were messaging each other, the, like, the day the, the Mae Young Classic is starting to film, Tope messaged me in all caps, Holy fuck, Marty Bell is in the Mae Young Classic. And my response <laughs> was, I'm pro- I was protect- protecting your dick by not telling you. And his response was, I want to spit on her face and force her to cook me ravioli. <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Fuck off. I didn't uh, mean it like that. Look, that's like the first that. time he said those thoughts sober. So, you know, at least we know he's consistent. Because if you go back and listen to some rumbling, bumbling, stumblings uh, back in the day uh, when Topa used to come over before I had a child, he said some things about Marty Bell, let me tell you. Yeah, well, I mean, that's fair. I was saying this same kind of shit about Cedric Alexander and Cody Bushi. Oh, man, I just want to spit on Cody Bushi's face and, 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 you know, what a good-looking man Cody Bushi is, I was saying. Dude, I mean, I'll say that about Finn Balor. I'll spit in his face yep. and then cook him ravioli because yep. he deserves it. Equality. <laughs> um, That's the definition of that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Tope, you found that promo for me as a punishment? Uh, I, think now, I think now's a good time to bring it up. Yeah, okay, so I couldn't... I found another one. It's This is so fucking bad. I, I'll do it, and I I was able to, like, kind of transcribe it. It's, I'll, uh... Let me, let me set right. the stage. Let me set the stage for everybody. So in 2005, Kurt Angle just had one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time against Shawn Michaels. And the very next month, he was put into a feud with Booker T over <laughs> wanting to sleep with his wife. With so, Booker T's wife. Yeah, Spencer, you think it, things are bad now. Uh, and this is a promo. <laughs> On this podcast? <laughs> this is a promo that he cut during this time. I can't understand why someone would be offended by my actions of last week. How can you be offended by something that's that's so right, that's so real? How could that be wrong? I mean, I would be the first to admit I'm completely obsessed with Charmel, obsessed with her. I mean, when she was in the ring with me last week, I couldn't stop staring at her. She was everywhere. And when we touched for the first time and our skins touched flesh to flesh, <laughs> and I... <laughs> our skins touched. <laughs> That's Kurt Angle doing that fucking... promo now because he can't talk right anymore. Yeah. yeah. What a, like a Buffalo Bill way of saying that. <laughs> our skin <laughs> but our skin touched flesh to flesh and I finally rolled her up for the one two three I looked down at her and it felt so good I looked in her eyes oh it felt so good <laughs> this is so fucking bad I was per <laughs> angle wrestling Charmel it was wasn't like a two on one handicap match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that the previous week, the promo that I wanted Tope to find was he's just literally backstage. He goes, Booker, I want to have sex with your wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking one. like regular sex. Or is it still coming up? 
No, this is a different one because I just couldn't find that yeah. one. He's like, oh, uh, I remember, and he goes, I'm not talking like regular sex. I mean like bestiality sex. It's like, this is Kurt fucking Angle. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He has a wife. We've seen her on television. And what's bestiality sex? <laughs> With a human being. What is that? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think he just means doggy style. I think so, yeah. <laughs> That's what Kevin Dunn thinks doggy style is, is having sex with an actual fucking dog. Um, there's there's still more, but I can end at any time. <laughs> uh, no, you can save it for your final thoughts. Oh, oh okay. Hold on to it. Uh, also, I, I wish I would realized it earlier. I would have made you cut that promo like Kurt Angle now and totally fucking verbally botched every single sentence. <laughs> I just wanted to say Mr. Raj right once. And the rest it. of I want him to say WWE right once. He can't do it. WWE. <laughs> it's so sad. He was like the best promo in the company. And he can't say three letters. Two letters. Do you know who's really good at saying W's is Paul Heyman. Mean Gene. Oh. Yep. He crushed every time WCW. I don't know. I can't even do it right. Like <laughs> he nails it. Yeah. Heyman's good at it because each W is four syllables. Like he, he stretches it out. W. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh-oh, watch out, Rich. Augie's on your shit. Uh, I'm, I'm a corner, happy. huh? I'm just happy Augie knew what those sil- what syllables were. <laughs> so I'm just happy. Uh, couple last things while we wrap up here. Uh, while we're on the subject, Augie... Here's Augie. Trying to name three random wrestlers. Poor son of a bitch. It's been a while. Hey, Augie, give me three random wrestlers right now. Uh, shit. Uh, Goldberg. Uh, uh, Gold Dust. And who else is gold? Uh, gold. Not fuck. What's the gold? Uh, Gilbert. That's not <laughs> I really want there's somebody oh, to have a, the gimmick of gold fuck. <laughs> gold fuck. You'll never forget the name. <laughs> gold <laughs> fuck. I mean, it's basically the original gold dust. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Uh. Um, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Just do both gold dusts. That's that's the that's Goldfuck's gimmick is throughout the course of the night he He evolves. He goes through Gold Dust's entire career. Uh, The best one is still uh, for some reason in two thousand and two two thousand three a reoccurring gag backstage was someone having a jar of ass cream. Like I again. (laughs) I think, uh, no shit, I think it was Patrice O'Neill, who used to be a writer for WWE, that just thought ass cream was funny. And they kept using it in backstage shit. And one time somebody found a jar of ass cream in a bag, and Goldust comes back into the frame after finding and goes, ass cream, now with 30% more ass. <laughs> and he just left the screen. It is the f- <laughs> stupidest, funniest fucking thing ever. Andrew Zinger and I still quote that to this day because it's so fucking random. Uh, well, Augie, you put Gilbert in there, so I can't allow that to be booked for uh, Swogglemania 4. Because uh, I just refuse to put Goldberg on the show. So we'll have to wait another week for you to book your matches you do every year for Swogglemania 4. 
but I do want a book for Swagglemania 4. Uh, we give people what they want. And both these guys are fucking retired now. So you know what? I'm going to make sure that everyone fucking gets it. And they really, really get it. So at Swagglemania, <laughs> we're going to have The Undertaker versus Sting. In a six-man tag. 1991 Undertaker, <laughs> American Badass Undertaker, oh, and Old Ass Undertaker against Original Sting, Wolfpack Sting, and Old Ass Sting. That's great. You had me for a half a second. I was like, okay, yeah, what's the big deal about this match? Cool. Okay. Right. If I'm the one that booked the Triple Triple H Triple Threat, then of course I'm going to book the Triple <laughs> Undertaker versus Triple Sting match. Come on. It's still only two paydays. Um... <laughs> And while we're on the subject of, uh, of uh, Swagglemania, uh, I want to talk to a Swagglemania veteran. Uh, because he's, once again, of all the people we have on this show, we've had Hall of Famers, we've had current contracted wrestlers. Somehow, this fucking guy is the only one that can manage to stay in the goddamn news. So, Rich, do you think you could summon some spirits? This is Podswoggle. And... Oh, shit! It's Vince Russo! And his real life swerve of the week. Some spirits? Or I don't even know what he fucking classifies himself as anymore. Do you hear anything suspicious in your home? Do you smell garlic knots? Well, that's a bad question for you. Do yeah, always. <laughs> is there is there a <laughs> worthless writing out. piece of shit in, <laughs> in the vicinity? <laughs> I I did almost slip in a puddle of hair grease earlier so hold on just a sec i think i know who you're talking about bro <laughs> have you guys looked at trees lately <laughs> <laughs> bro i swear to god they make paper out of that shit <laughs> i'm sure they do vince <laughs> hold on that is pretty wild, though. <laughs> don't, don't, don't encourage bro, him. I know you're new bro, to this. This don't guy sees him. what I'm talking about. But you can't explain that shit. Fine, have him. You have him. <laughs> He's all yours. You're going to tear your hair out before you know it. Um, Vince, it's been a while. Of course, it's been a while because you lost a fucking loser leaves pod swoggle match at Swoggle Mania. And you've still been on the show frequently. How have you been? Bro, I've been good. Uh, I'm glad you guys have been holding it down while I'm on my sabbatical. Uh, I've been all around the world. Uh, I've been uh, to the Venetian Islands. Uh, I've been to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, and I pissed off it. Uh, <laughs> and I've even been down to the bottom of the Mariana's Trench. And bro... It's dark down there. <laughs> it is. Uh, and it's been dark for you, so uh, I'm sure everybody but, but Augie probably knows. But uh, you were in the news again recently. Uh, your ongoing battle with somebody I don't think we've ever really discussed on the podcast, you and, and him, Jim Cornette. Uh, you guys have been battling for, God, it feels like centuries at this point. Uh, and you finally have had enough. And for no reason whatsoever, Vince... Uh, you put a restraining order on Jim Cornette. Uh, you guys yeah, haven't been in a room bro, together in probably 10 years. Yeah, go ahead. And now, and now he is selling them for charity. Copies of the restraining order because of how <laughs> seriously he's taking it. Uh, needless to say, you're losing this battle, uh, Vince. I wanted to get your side of the matter. I don't think we've really gotten it. Or I just haven't really been listening. So I, I want to hear from the horse's mouth. 
Bro, that cornbread sucker can <laughs> can send all my royalties directly to my address, which is 4539 West Chestnut Lane, Morris, Tennessee. <laughs> this is a real address. <laughs> what does that address do? One, two, three, gimmick street. But you give out your real address, huh? Say that one more time for me. <laughs> Bro, this is a shoot. <laughs> you heard it. Uh, four three six nine West Wanna West Chestnut Street, <laughs> Morris, Tennessee. Bro, I live in the wilderness. I see bears. I see deers. I see beavers. <laughs> I bet. I see, I see uh, uh, squirrels. <laughs> Bro, and I see little fucking ferrets like Jim Cornette <laughs> trying to suckle off the teeth of Vince Russo. Um, just picture that in your head. Jim Cornette's largely bald, pasty head. The, his neck is so fat, it looks like a like a tasty cone. Like, he looks like he could be poured into a tasty vanilla cone. <laughs> and just brought up to my succulent, hairy, flat pepperoni nippled <laughs> teeth. And he suckles off of it like the deer suckle the dew in my backyard from my trees. Are you getting this down? This is fucking Shakespeare. No, right I'm getting here. it. You live in fucking Long Island. What are you talking about? <laughs> You New York piece of shit. Bro, you could take the Long Island out of the boy, but you can't take the boy out of Long Island. I think it's the way around. Of course he did. It's Russo. You must be new to the show. That's a classic Russo swerve. I just, you got I've never heard you worked up this, but like recently you've just been like, you've been taking it at Bischoff because Bischoff and Jim Cornette managed to bond over their hatred of you. Why can't you and Cornette, you and Cornette both hate Kevin Owens, which shows your place in the wrestling business in 2017, but why, why can't you guys bond over that? Why can't you guys come together finally? Bro, were anybody able to, to, to who, what, what is peace? I, I posit this question to you. What is peace? Bro, what is war? Bro? <laughs> What is science? This is, turning, this is turning you an ICP song. Bro, how do they make paper out of trees? Bro! <laughs> See, you may be new, but you get it! <laughs> I'm a fast learner. Bro! Oh, God, he's starting, you've started to turn Spencer into you. He's starting to talk like you. This is scary. <laughs> All I'm saying is, sometimes the hate runs so deep you forget why you began hating in the first place. Philosophical Vince Russo. <laughs> Philosophical Vince Russo is terrifying. Let's get back to classic swerving Vince Russo. Vince Russo, who do you have winning the G1 Climax this year? It's John Stockton. And who, <laughs> and, who do you, and who do you have winning PWD's Battle of Los Angeles? Billy the Marlin. <laughs> cool. Just wanted to make sure you're still into it. Uh, I hope we don't offend you enough to file a restraining order against us. I don't know what good a restraining order is if you're not anywhere near the vicinity of the human being, but, you know. Well, 
Let me boil it down like this. At the end of the day, when the cameras are off, when the stories have all been told, what is a restraining order more than just a piece of paper? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Full so wh- circle. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you with the... <laughs> I'm filing a restraining order against you, Vince Russo. And this That's podcast. By me, because there's plenty of trees to go around. Did you just read like a Shel Silverstein book? What's the matter with you? I think it was Dr. Seuss. <laughs> he hit it real quick. I couldn't really catch the title. Vince Russo, you can apparate to wherever you're fucking not wanted next. Great, because I got to go to this Greenpeace convention. So I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> he just turned into a million origami cranes and drifted. <laughs> More paper. Man, he's on a roll. Wow. He's, he's like a, a metaphor wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> he doesn't know what either of those things are. <laughs> he has no idea what either of those things are. A metaphor? You mean a metaphor wrapped in an enigma? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck! Edward E. Nigma? Be careful saying that. I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. I did it again. Yeah, oh no, he yeah, he's we've left him on the side of roads. He's come through my he's gooed through my computer at me. <laughs> you've, you've missed a lot of weird shit with Vince Russo, let me tell you. Anything else in the world of wrestling that we have not covered news-wise? My list is pretty much tapped. Yeah, I think we nailed it. Tope, we miss anything? Uh, nothing that I have. Oh, uh, uh, Teenage Mutant in a new after show called After Impact. You're kidding, right? No. <laughs> that's, that's 100%. I think oh. they just announced it. Of course they did. Hey, what does everyone want? Fucking uh, an after show for our shows on what? Where are they gonna air it on? <laughs> Let me find it, but it's gonna be great. Just picture. Well, I guess because they don't they don't have like actual written promos in TNA. It's gonna just be all scripted completely to the T. It's gonna be great. Uh, bad yeah, part. Uh, well, they also because it's TNA, it's gonna be hosted by uh, Christopher Softwick. <laughs> <laughs> And this, hey, he's this... got time. At midnight, just got canceled. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it did? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, it was a good run. Uh, also, I'm sure they'll use uh, whatever money they're going to fuck the Hardys out of to run that show. Um, so that'll be fun. Jeff Jarrett, man. I, if... What about him? <laughs> Something you want to do? Rich, I hate to say you when you're right, but man, are you right. <laughs> what a... I... You know, uh, as as an artist, as uh, a co-business owner, as as a human being in this world, you wake up with a lot of uncertainty. But nothing is more validating <laughs> than knowing you're right that Jeff Jarrett fucking sucks at everything. He's so <laughs> fucking bad at everything. Well, this isn't news anymore. No. No, this is, this is a history. This is history. It's living history, baby. It's living history. Jeff Jarrett is living history. That's fucking barf-inducing. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett, and here's the thing. We got another 40 years of this because he's never going to die. No. No. 
No, because he's got all that gold money to fucking surgically enhance his muscles in his body, probably. I love Ugh. the fact that history will show that Jeff Jarrett was shown up in a one-year period by a rock and roll frontman. Mm-hmm. I hate him so much. And the sad thing is, like, by all accounts, Slammiversary was a really, really good show. Like, it, it had good matches. It had, like, Coherent Storylines. It had Angela Williams being the best wrestler of all time. And Angela <laughs> Williams having the best first match of anybody ever. Uh, it, had, it had Scott... <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? The new Kevin Green. Yep, the new Kevin Green. It had Scott Steiner drowning Shark Boy. That's impossible. <laughs> exactly, because it's Scott fucking Steiner. You're goddamn right he found a way to drown Shark Boy. No, I gotta hold it down. Because we're talking TNA, so we're starting to, the energy's starting to drop. So it's time for us to get out of here. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast for entertainment. We encourage you, as always, to check us out, arcadeaudio.net. If you like the show and you like our entire network of shows, patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for uh, a monthly donation of your choosing. You get all kinds of bonus content and fun stuff there. So check us out. Please support the show. It helps us out very, very much. You also help us out by subscribing to the podcast on Apple, on Google, on Stitcher, leaving us a review in five stars. Um, increase our profile in those ways. You can also support on social media, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitch. Podswoggle title tournament coming up next week. It is a hot one. I don't think everyone knows because um, Augie wasn't on the show last time for his nominations. But the full slate of matches: we got Sid Vicious versus Big E, we got Harry Potter versus Dolph Ziggler, we have Papa Shango versus couldn't find a Fred Flintstone, legitimately found a John Goodman somehow. So Papa Shango <laughs> versus John Goodman, uh, the Milwaukee Buck versus Drew McIntyre, and Bray Wyatt versus Augie Selection. The Under Tyler, which is the Undertaker dressed like Tyler Breeze with Tyler Breeze's moves. <laughs> that's gonna. That's who's gonna be representing Augie, and I'm sure he'll still beat Bray Wyatt. Um, so that's coming up. Uh, Elimination beat him chamber. again. <laughs> beat me uh, again, but this time look like a girl when you do it. Uh, is Under Tyler's catchphrase "Rest in prettiness"? It should be. Okay. Okay. Um, that's next Wednesday, uh, 8.30 Eastern, live on Twitch. Uh, yeah, we'll have a new, maybe we'll have a new Podswoggle, or Swoggle Squad champion. I've been holding it down for two months. Um, looking to have Captain Crunch hold it one more month. I want to I be able to have powers going into the draft, because Tope cost me Bob Backlund last year, and don't think I didn't forget about it. I, uh, I did. Well, I didn't. I hold on to these things. I'm a petty asshole, Tope, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't fucking forget. Trust me. Um, and, uh, also, uh, I'm gonna do, like, a little recommendation, uh, every, last time I rec recommended watching Ride Along, uh, hope you guys actually took the time to watch. I did watch that. Right? Oh, yeah, the one with, uh, Nia Jax? Yeah. That was wild. That was insane. <laughs> like, nobody watched that show in advance. It's still about dick piercings <laughs> and creepy Byron Saxton. Yeah. It's like, because it seems like he just gets away with anything there anyway, it's like, uh, Graves took the tape like to WWE yeah. Network and was like, no, 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 no it's fine. This it's fine. Good. It's good. And also, don't forget the, the the greatness of Kevin Owens and Jericho's car, and then talking about Ryback trying to squeeze an apple with his hands and didn't take his gloves off because quote Ryback wears gloves. Oh God, Ryback this... is the fucking worst in every iteration. Yeah, he sucks very much. He's very bad. He's a bad person. So bad. 
so this week's recommendation, talking about Kevin Owens, the new Kevin Owens uh, Blu-ray and documentary is the best one they've done since CM Punk by a country mile. Wow. It is fantastic because they actually, just like the CM Punk one, go into ROH storylines, independent storylines, all kinds of unique backstage content. It is legit. So research it, find it online, or just support because it's apparently selling out like crazy. I was fortunate enough to get it off of Amazon with some other gift card I had. So support uh, good wrestlers and their projects. It was awesome. So check it out. Uh, those are my final thoughts. Uh, Augie, your final thoughts. Uh, uh, yeah, during this entire time, I was looking, couldn't, could not find a uh, a resume for Karen Jarrett slash Angle uh, <laughs> to see if she was a stripper. But she was accused of being an attention whore. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. Could you also give us your CV as well? <laughs> <laughs> Three to five I... references would be great. Be great. Uh, if anybody, yeah, no, no, no W, no W twos from Tootsie's. This is what this is what happens when uh, this is what happens when Wins on on the show. The one person who would probably know if you actually bring a resume to a stripper job interview, he's not here. Win, this is what you missed. He's more porn though. Well, we know how porn interviews go. Uh, Rich, final thoughts. <laughs> All right, I'll start with the one instead of the other. Then off that topic, um, keep it locked to. ArcadeAudio.net. Um, we are in the process of uh, adding a few more shows uh, to the network, and uh, yeah, one's going to be coming up uh, fairly soon, about like in the next uh, month to two month range. And then, of course, ArcadeAudio.net slash PodSlam for all your updates and uh, submissions. Again, any shows you guys know of uh, that want to take that you would like to see take part or if you have one yourself uh submit it there donations are also open um and that button is on uh the site as well um and yeah also sponsorships are also open if you have a business and you want to be associated and seen and uh have your exposure uh shown across uh all sorts of different mediums live and on the internet um Hit us up there. All the information you need is there. Um, and September twenty third, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be insane. We are ten weeks away, Rich. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm gonna do that every week now, just to see what different noises you make. We are ten weeks yeah. away. I will be in Chicago in ten weeks. I cannot wait. Hell yeah, Spencer. Final thoughts. You know what the Undertower's best move is? What? It's got to be the choke glam. Oh, 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 oh no. Wynn was here the whole time. Hey, what's going on, Wynn? <laughs> Don't even act like you all got a better pun. Because <laughs> I've been sitting here for five minutes trying to think of that one. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, well, I mean, they've both been princes, the Prince of Pretty Darkness. Yeah. It's not a pun. Just, they both were called no. princes at one point. Yeah. That's about it. I think Spencer's is better than, than that one, yeah. Hey, yeah. Tope, Look, I'm the king of Chicago comedy, so what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, Tope, final thoughts, buddy. And Booker, Booker T, tonight the games will end. Like the old saying goes, to the victor goes the spoils. Sutter, I humiliate you tonight and make you tap out. Your wife is coming home to daddy. Oh, it's true. <laughs> It's damn, it's damn true. true. <laughs> Apologies to Charmel. <laughs> and wrestling fans for living through that. And uh, for Tope, for Spencer, for Rich, for Augie, 
for Witten, even though he's not here. And for Mark Madden confirming to me that Karen Jarrett was a stripper. This is Mullet signing off for Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast <laughs> entertainment. We are swogging off. Journalism degree, Augie. I found it immediately. Although it's Mark Madden, so take all of his his uh, words with a grain of salt. Because that's what he takes all his meal with, a grain I'm... of salt. <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, never also just... Well, I was going to say, just to be more journalistic, Mullet, you might want to cross-reference that with Lexus Nexus as well. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. Also, rest in fashion, please. <laughs> you really try to... Str- Th- those syllables don't work out unless it's W, Zoggy. <laughs> he starts it out. I apologize, Spencer. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's harder than you might think. It's not as easy as you think. Yeah, fuck you. You should that's why I'm not saying anything. You come up with something like that, singing. <laughs> Did you say the pretty driver earlier? Hmm? What did you say? The pretty driver? Oh, uh, no. The tombstone pretty driver. Rest in prettiness. Uh, yeah. Um, there are no other bonds to those two people at all. Like, there's none. Yeah. I ran through, like, all the big moves and, like, oh, yeah. nicknames the, that the Undertaker's had throughout the years and couldn't think of anything. Uh, his fans are the Uggos of the night. Yeah, it's, about, it's not a pun. It's just fusing oh. things together. Yeah, yeah, right. right up. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing yeah, that the Undertaker and Tyler Breeze are polar opposites. I think that's about right. What a mic guy. Take a lot. Two thousand. It's me, no. And I'll be untouchable. We ain't never gonna stop. We ain't gonna never stop. Let's go. I got one. Miraculous clothes, attacking my foes I'm an inch away from the crown and my faculty knows I'm in the middle of the pound, the bottom of the brick The rawest of the raw, get my teeth and trick with a flip uh, With precision, I made a decision Either bury you alive, or on the milk cart missing Better yet, find me late night in your kitchen Or a newsflash, body found the late fishing Thank you for playing Arcade Audio Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.